When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, TMZ? Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock, my guy Mojo Mutadi. Mojo, the Los Angeles Lakers somehow lost game two of the NBA Finals against the Memphis Grizzlies, the Ja Morant-less and Steven Adams-less Memphis Grizzlies mojo, a game that I thought they could not lose, but they did despite LeBron James' 28 points. Now, after the game mojo, Dylan Brooks, who is the biggest troll in the entire NBA, he is is the most polarizing player in the league, maybe outside of Draymond Green. But after the game, mojo, and you're going to like this, he had some, uh, some comments about the King. LeBron James, watch this. You shouldn't do that with one of the better players in the game. What, I guess, what, what were you thinking? I don't care, he's old. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, I was waiting for that. I was expecting him to do that game four, game five. He wanted to say something when I got my fourth foul. Um, he should have been saying that earlier on. Um, but, you know, I poke bears. Um, I don't respect no one until they come and give me 40. <laughs> old <laughs> just how matter of fact he is with his trash talk is absolutely incredible i think dylan brooks might be one of my new favorite players in <laughs> the nba this is fantastic this is exactly what we want in the playoffs right when games matter more than they ever have and you're talking trash like that. We got villains. We got good guys. We got people to root for and people to boo. And Dylan Brooks is giving us a little bit of both. I think I want to cheer him now after these comments. <laughs> this was fun trash talk, all right? He didn't say anything mean-spirited. He didn't go after anybody's family. He said he's old. Well, LeBron's been in the game forever. He knows he's old. Like, this is what it is. You think that's the first time LeBron's heard that? He's got tough skin. He can handle a comment like this. And then he says he doesn't respect anybody unless you give him 40. That's uh, that, that's a lot. I, I, I don't know how many times he's going to be dropping 40 himself in these Never. playoffs, which makes it even better. But I'm a big fan of this trash talk. I'm here for it. And I think I'm rooting for him for the rest of the way because of this. I, I knew you would like him. I will tell you Dylan Brooks will never score 40. <laughs> Not in the playoffs, not in the, the summer, not in the regular season, the preseason, the midseason tournament. Never, ever, 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 ever. Maybe at LA Fitness. But uh, LeBron James is 38. I don't know if he has 40 in him in a playoff game right now. This is going to be a lot of fun, Mojo, because the question now has been, he poked the bear, and how do the LA Lakers respond? Like we said, they were out without their best player and in, in you know, some of their best three players last night, but they still won. The question again, what does this do uh, to LeBron James and how did he, does he respond? So with that, the question has become, 
did Dylan Brooks make a mistake by going at LeBron James? This is the debate we've been having. You guys now can actually weigh in and you can actually uh, win some prizes for doing so. So, good idea for Dylan Brooks to call out LeBron James. Go to TMZ.com slash versus or scan the QR code to answer the question. And again, you could win prizes. Most votes win. All right, Mojo, moving on to NFL star DeAndre Hopkins, who if uh, if he decides he doesn't want to play football anymore, he has a future on the runway because the uh, the Cardinals star, at least the Cardinals star for now, walked in the Fear of God fashion show, Mojo, last night at the Hollywood Bowl in Los Angeles. Of course, uh, the great designer, Jerry Lorenzo, his uh, Fear of God line is one of the hottest and one of the most expensive, by the way, lines out there. And I'll tell you what, I watched the other models, Mojo, and I watched DeAndre, and he looked good out there. Yeah, he looked great out there. I, You know, he looked like he'd been doing this the entire time maybe this was his first career his first passion and then football was like his backup plan or something like that i i believe he is signed to a modeling agency i I believe that is the case you are correct he signed with img a few years back and he has done other work as a model so maybe that's why he looked like he fit in well look this is a situation that makes a lot of sense and you know some of you at home might be like well well, he's, he's a model. He was an NFL player. Uh, you know, maybe the second career won't be a, as exciting. Well, that might be true, but it could be more lucrative. Models and the endorsements that they have are sometimes substantially higher than that of athletes. So I like where his head is in creating a second career. That being said, and the point I've been wanting to get to the entire time is Babcock, you know, I don't understand fashion. I don't know what I'm looking at. What is he wearing? What? What is this? I, I, I don't know where he's going right now. I don't know if he's going to the gym, if it's raining outside. He has a satchel, I think, on his on his shoulder, the hangover one. What What are we looking at? Gloves? Sanitary? That part's okay, I guess. But I, I don't know what's happening here. We are just days away from the fight of the year, a fight we have been talking about for literally no hyperbole here for five years. Ryan Garcia versus Tank Davis, two athletes in their prime. Tank is a five-time three-division world champion, while Ryan Garcia, not too shabby either, he is the former interim lightweight champ, and he is ranked as one of the greatest, one of the best lightweight boxers in the entire world. And again, neither man has ever lost a fight. But somebody's O has got to go because they are stepping into the ring mojo on Saturday night at 8 p.m. on Showtime pay-per-view. It's just, aside from it just being two of the best fighters, arguably the best two fighters in that division, you are getting two guys who don't like each other, who have beef, who have personal differences, Mojo. Two guys. uh, In Tank, you got a guy who is described as a bad boy versus uh, in Ryan, a guy who is uh, seen as a pretty boy. And again, they just hate each other. And they, uh, in just two days, Mojo, are going to step foot inside that ring. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Somebody's O has got to go, baby. Oh, I love when I get to hear that when we're talking about a pro fight, especially 
with two people who have fought so frequently. This yeah. almost never happens. This is going to be the matchup for the ages. I mean, they've been working on this thing for five years. Yeah. And this isn't just trash talk to trash talk. This is two guys that genuinely don't like each other. That finish fights. You said it, Babcock. What, only four fights total combined of these two were not finished? So you know yeah. that this thing's going to end in a knockout. Everybody's going to get exactly what they want to see. And it all goes down on Showtime Boxing. Oh, you know, put on the best fights, baby. <laughs> Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather. Uh, Floyd Mayweather versus Manny Pacquiao. I mean, Showtime Boxing is always uh, putting on the absolute biggest fights. Now, we said that this is something that's been talked about for years. Again, it, this has been one of the fights that boxing fans have wanted for half of a decade. Over the years, we've talked to Tank, we've talked to Ryan, we've talked to Floyd Mayweather, Oscar De La Hoya. We have talked to all of the big names in boxing about this matchup. Watch this. I'm on the mission to knock out Javante Davis in two rounds. Two rounds. Two rounds. This man will go down. Me and Ryan could definitely have a, have a next. If you know, both parties get, you know, get on the same page and... Both guys are in their prime. Both guys are undefeated. It's gonna be a great fight. Ryan Garcia wants to fight you. No, the f you don't. He gonna get up. No. I think I made it very clear. I want Javante Davis. So uh, that's the man who I want. Uh, and I'm gonna knock him out in two rounds. Do you think Ryan Garcia will be watching? Of course he'll be watching. Everybody will be watching. Everybody in 135 will be watching. I'm ready to to offer you a multi, 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 multi-million dollar offer to fight Ryan Garcia. We gonna see the Ryan Garcia and Javante fight, man? Yeah, hell yeah. When he stops getting me in trouble and starts making weight, then we can get it on. Ryan Garcia. Stop it. Nothing. That would be a, a mega fight. That would be the biggest fight that boxing can have in, in the in the next five, 10 years. I think our career is going to play out, play out how it's going to play out. But at the end of the day, I still think no matter what happens, our fight will be still huge. I don't see it no other way than a knockout. Okay. Any round? It's going to be a knockout. Seven or eight. I'm already the bigger star. Right. Now I'm about to prove who's the better boxer than that team. There it is. Yeah! There are fights. There are games. The AFC Championship. It's a game. It's a big game, but it's a game. The Super Bowl is a global event, and Ryan Garcia versus Tank Davis, it's not just a fight. It's a great fight. It's as good a fight as you could make, but it is a global event. You have people from, from East Coast to West Coast, around the world, forget just this country, around the world, who are going to be tuning into Showtime pay-per-view boxing Saturday night. It's a fight you cannot miss. Make sure you stream it live on www.showtime.com slash PPV or check it out in the Showtime app. Look, the loser of this fight will still be a great fighter. They'll still be a star, but the winner is going to set themselves up as the biggest star in the entire sport, the world at their fingertips. We are finally about to find out. Ryan Garcia, Tank Davis, who is the batter man inside that ring? Two days. Coming up next in DMV Sports, social media stars, the Cavender Twins, 
transitioning into the WWE. And we are going to be joined by Hall of Famer Booker T, who actually went into the Hall of Fame with his brother. He is going to offer some sibling advice to the social media stars. Booker T next on TMZ Sports. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. back to TMZ Sports. I am your host, Mojo Mutati, joined by an extra special guest today. We're talking to multiple-time WWE champion, and not once, but two-time WWE Hall of Famer. Booker T joins us on the show. Booker, how are we doing today, sir? What's going on, Mojo, man? How you doing, man? How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. It's good to see you. Good to chat with you. Awesome. And good to thank you in person for everything you did for me during my career with WWE. Awesome. An angel on the shoulder, my friend. No doubt, man. No doubt, man. That's what I'm here for. Try to further this business, man, to this next generation. Yeah, heck yeah. Well, that's, you know, the first thing exactly that I, I want to talk to you about. Everyone obviously knows about what you were able to accomplish in the ring. You have a wrestling school, Reality of Wrestling, based in uh, Houston, Texas, that's been incredibly successful. And now we've seen a lot of your students, people that you literally taught how to lace their boots, make it all the way to the WWE and, and hold gold. Tell us about how that feels, how, how training's been at Reality of Wrestling. Love to hear it. And it's been awesome. Um, we started you know, the school back in 2005. When I was actively on the road, I was like the only trainer for like seven years. And um, I was just trying to create something, trying to create a utopia for young people. Um, because I was that young kid once upon a time looking for something. I didn't know what it was. I just needed that pat on the back. And, you know, it, it got going. And then, then we, we created the, um, the the wrestling promotion. And then it just keep, got bigger and bigger. And now we're almost 20 years in. You know, they say every overnight success is like, takes about 20 years <laughs> so we are coming up on that 20 year mark pretty soon but it's been awesome to be able to work with young people and um produce the next generation of you know um this business you know like roxanne perez she's doing so good started in my school when she was 16 years old and now she's 21 years old and she's a worldwide superstar it's amazing to have a part in that you know so for me uh I, I love it, but I still say I still got so much work still left to be done. I want to ask you about the Cavender twins out of the University of Miami, twin sisters that uh, have signed to come to WWE and start at the PC. 
Coming from somebody who entered the Hall of Fame with your real life brother, any advice on how they should come in and how they should handle that sibling relationship uh, at the next level? Man, I tell you, uh, the way uh, they're getting in uh, today is totally different. The NIL system um, is totally um, revamped um, this business as far as bringing true athletes into this game. Um, I was uh, at Friday's last night after I left the arena and I ran into a girl that they had just signed and she, she's an Olympic cold medalist wrestler. And I'm going, man, she's going to rip somebody apart. What is going on here? You know, but to be able to bring in true athletes and uh, the best advice I can give to, you know, you know, um, siblings is, um, you know, learn this craft and you know, stick together because it's going to be a, a ride. It's going to be a, a journey. Um, if you know anything about, you know, being in track and field, um, you know about the sprint and you know about the marathon. This is a marathon, man. <laughs> you got to be ready to run the long haul. Um, but but these guys um, that's coming in, these young ladies that are coming in, they are so, so athletic, so more, uh, so much more athletic than the, the crop, you know, when I came up. So I see this business going in a, in a really, really great direction. Look, before we let you go, I, I got to ask you about WWE's Most Wanted Treasures. The yeah, season man. two uh, premieres Sunday, April 30th at 9 p.m. Eastern. What can we expect to see out of that show? I mean, this is this is your show. You know, it's crazy. Uh, you know, it, it is. <laughs> but I got some good, I got some help uh, with uh, Mick Foley and Lita, uh, my right hand and my left Um you know, get some really, really cool work done. Um, and I was tasked with this mission, you know, Triple H is pretty busy. So I was like, man, I'm all in because for me, uh, being a young wrestler, I always wanted my name to be, you know, uh, ring with the legends. And I've always wanted to be able to walk with the giants, you know, uh, of the wrestling uh, business. And now to be able to go out and collect some of the most iconic wrestling memorabilia from some of the most iconic and biggest superstars that ever walked throughout this business is, is so awesome. Like you say, premiere uh, Sunday, April 30th. Uh, don't miss out. Don't get shut out. Most wanted treasures. We coming at you. And like you say, I'm not, it's my show. It's my show. And we're going we gonna to have a lot of fun more than anything, man. <laughs> I love it. Booker, thank you so much for, for joining us on the show today. A true honor. Thank you again for everything you did for me in my career. And we all can't wait to see the premiere. Thanks again, my friend. I appreciate you, brother. Talk to you. The Oakland A's one step closer to actually being the Las Vegas A's. Yes, the Athletics have signed a deal in Las Vegas. It's a deal worth $1.5 billion. It's complicated, but essentially what it has to do with is building a stadium in Sin City. We know that the A's have desperately been trying to get a new stadium in the Oakland area, in the Bay Area, and it just has not happened over the last many years now, really, a decade plus. So now, Mojo, this is one step closer to happening. So what's the feeling around the team? Well, we talked to Dave Stewart. Dave Stewart, who is one of the best athletic players of all time. He is the 1989 World Series MVP. He had his number retired by the team last year. Still works with the organization. We spoke with Dave a little bit earlier. Here's Dave Stewart. I mean, the only thing that I can say is that I'm with them. I mean, I'm with them in spirit. I'm with them in heart. Um, I am a fan of the Oakland A's. I'm a fan of the city of Oakland. Um, I still have roots in Oakland. My family's there. I have relatives there. So 
I, I sympathize with them and I feel with them and I feel for them through all of the things that are happening. And, and we'll keep our fingers crossed and we'll continue to say prayers that that some type of last minute miracle will keep the A's in Oakland. Oof, rough one. Look, anytime a team moves cities, there's going to be a lot of heartbroken people that feel like they are legitimately a part of the team. But got to say, Vegas is cleaning up these days, baby. They're inheriting teams left and right, and Vegas is becoming the place to be for literally all sports. So uh, going to be some huge financial implications here, but you do feel heartbroken for everyone in Oakland uh, $1.5 billion. You got to think this one's a lock. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you talk about how good it's been for Vegas. It's been equally as bad for the Oakland area because, again, not only uh, are they looking like they're going to lose the A's here now, they obviously lost the Raiders, who are, again, they're in Las Vegas now. So we'll see what happens. This is the first domino to fall, but it's not looking good for the baseball fans in Oakland. We have got to go, Mojo. Big, big show tomorrow. Mike Tyson, Oscar De La Hoya, and WWE Hall of Famer Lita all going to join us. We're going to have a lot more on this Ryan Garcia Tank Davis fight mojo. And uh, if, if Mike Tyson, Oscar De La Hoya, and Lita is not a great show, I don't know what it is. Yeah, that combo will make for the best show since the day.